Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Pageants and Prosecco. I cannot hold a note, so I apologize for anybody's eardrums who was affected by this <laughs> by this song. Hello, you guys, we're back. I know I typically, you know, bounce in and out of you guys' lives, and I love everybody who is consistent listeners and who is always with me. We are back for season six, baby. Season six, baby. It is the fall. Currently, the weather where I am at is still summer. So I am still out here in my booty shorts and my crop top and enjoying every last bit of this heat. Literally, I think today is 87 degrees. Let me check right now, you guys. I think, oh, no, never mind. Currently, it's 91 degrees. <laughs> 91 degrees and it's not going to drop down until the 70s until next week um monday and today is saturday so there's that but nonetheless i hope wherever you are you guys are warm there's my phone on silent and cozy to tune into this episode this is going to be a little mini episode a uh, little welcome back welcome back episode I'm so excited to get season six going for you guys. I really plan on, I really plan, I know I always say it, but I really do plan on being more consistent and interviewing all types of fun people um, in the pageant business over a glass of wine. And currently I am pageant prepping, so I have water over here, water, and I also have tea, which is cooling down, so I'm not going to even try to sip it on this episode but nonetheless um i'm pageant prepping my pageant is a month and like six days away on november 14th and um so the wine of course has slowed down a little bit but you know fun fact i've actually been getting into margaritas lately i don't know what's going on but i feel like it's just Margaritas are just delicious. They come in all different types of flavors, especially like strawberries um, and daiquiris as well. I don't, there's something going on. So uh, I haven't really drank as much wine. I've been drinking a lot of uh, margaritas, I guess because it's hot too. And I don't drink, the only white wine I drink is a Chardonnay, which of course has to be chilled. Um, but I do not like white wine, and white wine is such a summer drink. Rosé, I can't, I can't, like, I do not like rosés, and there's none that uh, you can persuade me to try. So, as some people might know, I worked at a wine store. This is going on a huge tangent, but I worked at a wine store in, uh, in Texas, and I worked there for almost a year and so I have all this wine knowledge but most importantly we was able to try so many different wines that's how I know for sure I just can't do any other white wine or a Chardonnay or a rosé um me besides Chardonnay and I can't do rosés because I've tried all different types of white wines and I just can't get jiggy with it I don't know what it is but I will say for people who are interested in trying white wines especially the chilled ones a good Sauvignon Blanc would be 
a great starter point for you. They're from Australia and New Zealand. So look on a bottle, make sure it's from Australia or New Zealand. Specifically, Men Melbourne, Australia, and um, I think the whole country of New Zealand have good Sauvignon grapes, uh, Sauvignon Blanc grapes. And then uh, Vino Verde, V-I-N-H-O space V-E-R-D-E, Vino Verde, which I think translates to green grape uh, or green wine, is from Peru or Portugal. I think it's from Portugal. Vino Verde is my favorite white wine, period, but I just, I just don't pick it up. I always go for red. I could give you, I love all types of red wine. I am a red wine person to the death of me. I don't know if that's you. If you are, go ahead and take two, three sips. But my Cabs, my Shiraz, my Merlots, that's, that's where I shine. That's why I shine. The white wine, nonetheless, I just can't do it. So thus, margaritas. <laughs> margaritas have came into play lately because it's hot. You know, it's been hot. And I need ice. And also, fun fact, my dad put ice in his red wine. And I don't really drink uh, sangrias at all because I feel like that's disrespectful to the wine. But I put, and so my dad puts ice in his wine. And I just looked at him so funny because he was out at a bar. Like, why would you do this at a bar instead of at home? No, nope, bring this wrong company. And he's like, oh, you have to try it. You have to try it. And so I started putting ice in my red wine. Y'all, that is a whole different type of a, like, beast it tastes so good it's so dangerous and it tastes just like grape juice and you will not be able to tell the difference you can't even taste the alcohol in it so if you are new to red wine or you don't like really heavy wines try throwing a little bit of ice in it and chilling it a little bit it actually does make a difference but it's not what you're supposed to do but that's okay it i was, ooh, I was like oh this actually kind of tastes really good <laughs> so let's get going on today's episode I, again, am so appreciative of you guys being here and tuning in to episode six. I plan on doing way more interviews with big people. It's just hard because you guys, I'm a Sagittarius, and I guess you can tell if you are, are um, a listener for these past few years, I go off on tangents. But for the new people, I'm a Sagittarius, so not only do I bounce around from place to place, like literally since I made this podcast, um, I know I've recorded episodes in Texas, in Hawaii, Illinois, um, but I've been all over the state of Illinois. I lived in five different places in Illinois between college and my first few jobs. And I lived in Hawaii, I lived in Dallas, I go to Memphis. So I'm, I bounce around frequently, period. I never lived in the same place for more than a year, besides my mom's house. But once I moved out, my senior year or freshman year of college, I never went back home. And I've always lived someplace different every single year. Except for in college, I stayed at the same apartment my last two years. But I bought it to myself. Like <laughs> It was a two-bedroom apartment on campus, technically. Um, and I just rented the whole space out for myself. And I used to have parties there. We, you know how that goes. But it was supposed to, I was supposed to have roommates. And I never have a roommate. I've always just lived solo. So I say all to say, not only do I bounce around in life, like 
where I'm actually physically at. But I also bounce around in ideas and things that I want to do. And you guys always know that this podcast started out of a negative energy space. Okay, a negative energy space where I lost money competing in a pageant. Oh, you, the, you, the first episodes are out. But I don't want to continue in that negative space. So I take my hiatuses because I hate to be the type of podcast where it turns like gossipy or just negatively. And I hear some feedback from people about the podcast. And if you listen, please DM me your thoughts. And I was like, oh, that's your interpretation of this podcast? Oh, we. That's not what I wanted to go. Like, some people have called my podcast controversial. And I don't think it is. I mean, I guess, depending on definition, it could be. But I don't want to be looked at as like an anti-pageant podcast or whenever something pops off in the universe, you know, the pageant universe, <laughs> the pageant Miss universe, that, you know, you come here. Granted, I do want to tell the news and speak up because that's how I started this podcast was to speak up. But at the same time, the perception has been, or that specific perception, was a bit troubling because I feel like I'm doing what's right. And I guess everyone in the world who has done what's right has had a bit of a controversialness to them. Um, good women do not make history. Thus, I am on my journey to make history. <laughs> on my journey to make history. So, nonetheless, I've been trying to reevaluate how I want to go about this podcast and the message I want to convey moving forward so that way people don't see me as like a, oh. And then I also feel like, since we're being frank, I don't know if it hurts my chances of winning a crown as well because my podcast has came up in interview rooms um, when I was competing previously, which is one of the reasons why I slowed down back in 2019. And I was just like, whoa. And it was about an episode I did. And they were pretty much asking how I would go about. They mentioned the podcast, but the question was, how would I protect women? And I was stumped because first I was like, wait, you heard my podcast. Thank you. And then I had to think of an answer, and this was a panel, so I was like, oh, thanks for listening. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Did you just, you know what I'm saying, turn my episode against me during the interview? And so I feel like, you know, past episodes where I really spoke out, except for the one on racism, because all that is facts. Um, I just don't know if it hurts my chances of truly winning, and you guys all know. You guys all know, as contestants, we try to be on our best behaviors, especially in the months and weeks leading up to competition. And so I never want to hurt anybody, ever, forever, for never. I just want to make sure that people are protected, your pocketbooks are protected, and because we have no federal regulations on this industry, like, 
I don't know what's taking so long, but we have no federal regulations on this industry. So people can really just make these scam pageants pop off and no one is stopping them. No one is stopping them. None of us are going to speak up. And it's troubling. It's truly, truly troubling. And it's like the black market. And it's crazy nowadays. It's crazy. People are stealing other people's crown designs. There's, it's hard to get things trademarked. It's, it's all a money grab. And there's no federal regulations at all. Fishing has federal regulations. I guess that's nature. Tennis. Pretty much every single hobby. Karate. I, I think has federal regulations except for pageantry. And there's, you know, I can make a pageant next week and get people to sign up and not even put on a show. And what are they going to do? Go to the BBB? <laughs> All I could do is just get rid of that title and start over with a new one. Like, it's serious out here. And I see them all the time on Instagram. Pageants pop up, got six posts, and then be like, don't post no more. Or don't hold a pageant. Or keep pushing the date back. Like, what is this? Anyway, we're talking about a revamp of pageants. So I guess this is a good little transition point. Um, Miss USA. Miss USA. Let's talk about it. Uh... I'm so excited. I was taking notes of where I was. So let's look at this new website they created. And I know you can't see me, but hop on the interwebs. Hop on the Timmy. When you hop on the Timmy, you'll see that Miss USA is acting brand new. It's acting brand new. If you guys hear my fish tank in the back, I apologize. I really wanted this cute fish tank for my backdrop, but this one is loud. I don't know if you guys know what fish tanks, but it's a discus fish, so I think it's um fresh water, and it, I don't know. The filter is just going through. It's just annoying. This is loud, um, so I try to make it quieter. So if you hear any noise in the background, that's my fish tank. So if you hop on a tin, the interwebs, you'll see Miss USA is reimagined. It's pageantry reimagined. And I do not know when I last went on this website, but it wasn't today. And this is my first time going on a website. I'm literally do it, doing it for the very first time. I just seen pictures on Instagram about it, and I saw pictures of Asia, and I just loved it. So I decided to go ahead and um, hop on the episode. What a great first episode to start off this podcast with. So Crystal, Ms. Stewart, came up in here and decided that <laughs> she decided that we are over it's over with it is over with the past miss usa that you knew before the organization is done for crystal stewart for those who may or may not know she is um miss texas usa 2008 and then she later won Miss USA in 2008 and since then I met I actually met her um she's a little bit taller than me oh that'd be a good picture for this episode I'll put our picture up there she um when she judged uh Sarah Rose Summers at Miss USA in um Shreveport Louisiana Louisiana 
uh, that's where I met her a few years ago. And she was just so pretty. I was like, oh my God. And now she's a judge. I had a judge. She was a judge at that point. But now she's in charge. Okay, she's in charge. And she came through and took over this entire brand in 2020 and called it one. She, she dusted her hands off from the past she was saying. She said, I'm doing this all over. And I am so proud of her. I'm looking at her Wikipedia um, real fast. So she won Miss Texas USA in 2008. Um, well, she won in 2007. There was 121 other contestants. 121. Holy cow. And then she competed for Miss USA 2008 in April. And she went to the University of Houston, graduated in 07. And she graduated from Barbizon. I graduated from Barbizon. A shout out to all the Barbizon graduates. I actually didn't walk across the stage because I was just kind of, um, it was a Sunday. And if you grew up in a black household, I, you can't do nothing on Sundays but go to church. My mom didn't care there was a graduation. You had to go to church. And so I missed my graduation because I had to be at church. I, I never, like Sundays have always been just church, church, church until like 2 o'clock and go to my grandmother's house. Pretty much I, that whole day was filled with the Holy Ghost. So I never did anything on Sundays. I got the, when I got my first job, I had to request Sundays off. Like they knew not to um, have me work on Sundays. My mom would be pissed. She's like, God said there's no labor. You're supposed to rest on this day. So yes, ma'am, I'm resting. Let me rest. Okay, more about Crystal. So anyway, I went to Barbizon. That's where I was going with that. And so this Crystal, she competed for Miss Texas five times. She placed first runner-up in 06 and in 07. She placed third runner-up in 05, right before. And then she made semifinals in 03. So I don't know why they did that backwards, but she was a semifinalist in 03. And then she worked her way up to third runner-up in 05. And then she was first runner-up two times in a row, 06, 07. And then she won uh, in 08. Well, for the 08 title, technically, in, in 07. You know, I guess. Let me see what else is fun about this. Um, let me see. She was Miss Ford Bend County. I don't know where that's at. And, um, yeah. Okay, that's fine with me. This is going into detail more about her local titles. She was Miss Harris County, Miss Southeast, Texas. She had a few things going on. Um, Fun fact, okay, in 07, she did not compete for a local title that, that year. She instead went as an at-large delegate for Miss Texas USA 08, holding the Miss Fort Bend County title. Hmm. And she's the second African-American to win at Miss Texas USA after, of course, the late great Chelsea Smith, who was Miss Texas USA in 95, and then Chesley also won Miss USA, and then Miss Universe. Um, rest in peace, I love. Um, Crystal was the ninth 
Texan to win Miss USA. And she actually went to the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which I plan on going. Let me just speak that out. I always wanted to go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Um, let me see. I always wanted to kind of be a White House correspondent, but then old boy got in office, and I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not even gonna, mm-mm. Because I definitely was trying. Um, so she was Miss USA. And she competed at Miss Universe in Vietnam, and she went to top 10. She was the second consecutive Miss USA after Rachel Smith. Oh, to uh, take a little take a little spill on stage. After that, she encouraged the audience to applaud by clapping her hands. Unlike Smith, Stewart did not advance to the top five. She finished eighth overall. And in 2020, she became the national director of the Miss USA and Miss Teen USA pageants. Um, splitting the pageants into a new independent organization away from the Miss Universe organization. Ooh, the T. And we all know that happened um, 2020 during the pandemic. And I know Crystal Stewart not just as a, as a beauty queen, but she also appeared, she appears in a few of Tyler Perry's um, productions. She's been in House of Pain. For better or worse, Good Deeds, a movie Good Deeds, um, Too Close to Home, which was a TV series on by him on TLC, uh, Acrimony, which was a film in 2018, The Exes, so her and Tyler are close. And so I kind of know her from House of Pain. I think she was somebody's girlfriend, and she was like mean or something, I believe. That's when she made her acting debut. So she made her acting debut in 2011. And she was Miss USA in 2008. Now it's Three years later. So always use your platform. And she's currently, currently 40. She just had a birthday in September. Oh, what a great year. So at 39, she took on the directorship. I love it. Love to see it. Okay. Um, let me see. Anything else so let's go into this website because I just love it oh and then she, it also said that she's a real estate agent oh no 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 she was starring as a real estate agent excuse me on for better or for worse for six years um and that comes on own I actually didn't get I didn't I never started watching that I heard about that show it was really good it's like a soap opera. Okay. So let's go into this website. First of all, I love it. It's interactive. I don't remember when I was last on here, and I wish I would have been on here prior because then oh, I could compare it. But this picture of Asia right here on the front, very front page, love it. And... It's like I'm drawn to her eyes. I love the hair situation going on. I love this pink on the pink background. I love the color scheme. It's reimagined. Um, so the pageant is November 29, 2001. And then you scroll down, you see this picture of her. Uh, wait, I want to say something else. Um, first of all, it's going to be in Oklahoma. So I'm kind of close to there. And I'm trying to get tickets. 
So if anybody is able to help me get these tickets, please let me know. Um, because I need a code, allegedly. I went to Miss um, USA previously as a seat filler. And I'm hoping, maybe because of COVID, it probably won't happen, but I'm hoping I can walk in the door. It's the same kind of way. So, anyway, um, as you scroll down, it's, a, it's in Oklahoma. I'm really not a fan of the location because I feel like it's random. It's at a casino. I competed in a casino before. I really didn't. Um, it was just weird. It was kind of, it felt kind of a little unsafe. Um, people were smoking. We were in Vegas. People were smoking, and I'm from Illinois. We don't do that. They were smoking indoors. So it's illegal to smoke indoors, but they were just smoking, and then we had to walk past them to go to the, um, the stage. There was no backstage area. Like, the casino was really made for one person or, like, one act, and there was a whole bunch of us. So there was only, like, one green room backstage, and there was a little cramp. There was, out, there was nowhere to sit. And we had to sit on the floor. It's sad to say, I don't think casinos, I don't know. I'm more, because I grew up in a theater. The theater is such a way better location to hold pageants. Seriously. If it's not going to be a hotel where you have like a backstage, bigger area for girls and you can provide chairs and tables. The theater is the best location to have a pageant. One, because theater productions are used to a lot of people. If you go downstairs in the theater, there's individual mirrors, and there's lights around each individual mirror. And it's more, it's safer as far as, like, fire hazards. <laughs> and um, as far as, like, having props and tons of things and tons of chairs and air circulating, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's made to house a lot of people during the shows and it's big enough because people are supposed to go running in and out changing clothes and different scenes and and I competed in theaters before and there's plenty of space backstage for everybody there's plenty of um hangers and things to uh hang your, your clothes on so you don't have to lay them on the floor or just like when I was competing in this casino I had a we had to change upstairs in my rooms and then walk like take the elevator down like all these you know flights and then walk through the whole hotel to get to the stage and I just was not feeling it as opposed to going up and down stairs in the theater. So for any directors listening, please consider the backstage area for contestants because like I think it's kind of you know, you don't you don't want girls in heels just like having nowhere to sit. You know, that's the worst part. So I hope that the girls have a backstage area and that this casino isn't built for one act. But Oklahoma, to me, doesn't really offer a lot when I think about it. And when I think of, like, this is Miss USA, and I think of places in the USA. I think of, like, New York, Chicago, Atlanta, Los Angeles. You know, <laughs> there's a joke by, um, oh, what's that guy? He had a show on Comedy Central, and I can't even think of what it was called, but it was... A quick name. Um, I can't think of what that name that, that guy is. He's a uh, Taj Taj Porno. That's what it was. Taj Porno has a joke, 
And he says, middle America is where dreams go to die. <laughs> and he said, who lives in middle America? What goal do you have where you need to be in middle America? And I think that's so bogus because one is funny. And two, it's like when people who are on the outer coast, I guess, outer line of America, you have New York, Miami, D.C., L.A., Houston, I would say a little bit of Atlanta, um, New Orleans. Like, those are like big poppin' cities. And then you have like Chicago, which is kind of like outer coast. You know, we have the lake. Um, that counts. And then you think about like, what would you travel to? Like, it's hard I live in central Illinois, so I understand why people be like, why would you live in central Illinois? But there's such a community in those small towns that I, I see why it has a chokehold on people and why they just cannot leave. And I guess if you want to be the best person of real estate and there's not a lot of competition, you know, I understand why you would stay in these country towns and country states, but... When I think of Oklahoma, that's something I think of. It's like tumbleweeds, not a lot really going on. Um, there's terrible black history in Oklahoma. And I just don't see it as a vacation destination. And I think Miss USA should be in a place where people will want to travel to. And I just don't, I don't frequent Oklahoma. I don't, I don't frequent there. I've been other places. Or even having a passion in Hawaii. But nonetheless, I do think that maybe the location was already secured ahead of time. And that's why we're kind of stuck over here at River Spirit in Tulsa. But um, I'm hoping to see this pageant go someplace that's going to be popping. And then when they had it in Shreveport, I was just like... And then if you guys saw... No, sh no shade to Shreveport. But like, if you saw where... The pageant was physically held at. I wasn't even sure where I was driving. I was like, where am I? And I was driving on rocks. And I guess that's like country, you know, I guess, you know, country roads aren't paved. And I was just like, it's it like, at it first, like a high school football field that hadn't been used. And I was just kind of scared driving up. I said, is this it? Is this? And then I saw my car, I said, okay. And then I saw the inside, I said, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it, it came together, but the outside was just funky. And I was kind of thrown off that this was, this is, this is the Miss USA um, location. Hmm. And it's always kind of been just some uh, suspect for it to be the Miss USA and to be televised. Like, I just wouldn't do that if it was me. But that's, again, it's not me. I'm hoping to see this in a better location next year. Maybe Chicago. Come to Chicago. Like I miss the days of Vegas. Like the days where like it was like a like a, a destination pageant. Like you want to go here just for a trip to Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Um, but nonetheless, I may take that drive to Oklahoma and see what it has to offer. I was told to go on Greenwood anyway for the energy, which is. Um, what kind of things happen? You just look it up. Greenwood, Oklahoma. Um, Greenwood is a street, I believe, in Oklahoma City, I think. So I, I say I'll make a trip out there anyway. So maybe this is the time. Back to this website. 
so if you scroll down, you can see this fabulous picture. I just clicked away. You can see this fabulous picture of Asia, and you scroll down a little bit more. It says, "Well, hello," and you see a picture of Asia and the current Miss Teen USA from Hawaii, uh, Kilani. So I believe, believe it's how it's pronounced. How it's pronounced, um, Kilani. And they look so fabulous together with this ponytail bun, sleek look. I am here for it. Totally here for it. And it says, "Well, hello." Are your sights are your sights set on the stars? Can you see yourself living in Hollywood, catching another lens on the red carpet? Well, get ready for more than you can ever dream of, all wrapped up in the life-changing experience that is Miss USA 2021. Step onto the stage that can pave the way for the rest of your life as we bring together 51 women from across the nation to buy for the ultimate title of Miss USA. This is the coveted crown globally that inspires young women to claim their beauty and voice. Exclamation points. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So we in Hollywood with it. We in Hollywood, baby. That's what she said. We in Hollywood with it. When will we be in Hollywood? And you scroll on some more, you see this fabulous picture of Asia with the crown and having like big massive hair. I think of this hair thing of Kenya more from the Housewives of Atlanta. She had big hair in her professionals just like this. And I adore this look. And I love that we are having this big um, bombshell hair movement when it comes to how black hair is being worn in the pageant world. Let's give me a little bit of inspo. Give me a little bit of inspo. Um, so we have this fabulous picture of Asia with this big hair. And it says, Asia is the Miss USA of today and tomorrow. Period. A kind-hearted powerhouse of talent, conviction, and intelligence wrapped within a bombshell of immaculate natural beauty and spell-binding poise. Currently a student at the University of Mississippi, Asia brings her first-hand life experience to the table as she fights for greater attention to humanity within the prison system. She wants all people everywhere to know that they are worthy of greatness and then you can read some more and I just love that they just kind of like I like that whole sentence structure I really am a person who is um, um, big on storytelling and using colorful words and I think whoever wrote that the copy editor copywriter is I hope they got paid fabulously for that okay and so then you scroll down farther and stuff is flashing at you and you're like what why is this flashing at me and then you look and it says a whole bunch <laughs> B wait you. Okay, I'm waiting for the beginning. This is fun graphic. It says Los Angeles, California, palm trees, this apartment, this oh sorry, this condo, luxury car, red carpet events, and a girl walking. You see Olivia Coppola get crowned and her on magazines. You said Chelsea get crowned, you see Essence, you see a Olivia uh, Jordan get crowned, it says apply now, apply now, flash by flash. If you have a seizure um, or prone to them, please. Don't watch this. It says win 100K cash. And you see this fabulous picture, fabulous video of Asia with this massive ponytail. This could be you. And there's a woman shopping. Oh, in Los Angeles. And then it repeats. And it shows the condo, this car, the red carpet. Yep. And Olivia getting crowned. And the magazines. 
Chesley getting crowned, her essence covered with the three girls, Miss America, and then Olivia Jordan. Yep, and then Apply Now. And holy cow. But it was, and then fireworks. When a 100K cash, sorry, I was so blindsided. You scroll down into the prize package right above this video. It says 100K cash. That That is the reason why I really want to make this episode today. Can we talk about a prize package? Can we just talk about a prize package, okay? And it says, the prize package. I, gotta, I hit the microphone. The prize package. We have combined our most prestigious resources and curated the ultimate in, lux in luxuries for a prize package that is truly worth of that is truly worth of the star that you are. That is truly worth the star that you are. I think they're trying to say. Get ready to elevate your lifestyle and amp up your daily glamour like you never experienced before. Again, another exclamation point. So we it just lists six things here, just six things above this flashing video that may cause you a seizure. Yeah. And it says, uh, let me start from, uh, let me just go in order, let me rank them. One of them is access to exclusive premiere events. Okay, we know Crystal has a background in acting. Thus, I'm assuming she's been on a red carpet or two herself. And now we see that Miss USA will go back to Hollywood and back to the red carpet days. Exclusive premiere events. I'm thinking like movie premieres, um, the Met Gala, <laughs> the Emmys, the Oscars. I, I don't know what that could be, but I'm excited to see her on the red carpet again. And then it says, uh, bask in celebrity skincare and hair care treatments. So this girl is getting facials with blood and her hair and all types of Brazilians for the free, for free. And I don't know what kind of price they have now or how much access Miss USA has to her personal esthetician, but I love that. Like they're getting a whole skincare and hair care treatments. You know how easy my life would be if those two things were simply taken care of? If I can just get my face, a facial done weekly, two times, three times a week, and someone does my hair for me, that shaves off at least three hours of my day. At least three hours. <laughs> and then it says, update your wardrobe with designer garments, which means these girls are not wearing their own clothes anymore. Thus, okay, like I said, disclaimer, I don't know if they were, but they won't be in the future. Designer garments. So this girl is going to be truly a style icon. Especially if she's um, caught at these premiere events or just caught by paparazzi in Hollywood or paparazzi in New York or during fashion weeks. She's going to be dressed to the tees. And then we go into the left side of this prize package screen. And this is when things get heated. This is, um, if you guys ever watch Wendy Williams, she has the heat meter, like the, the hot chair, the hot seat. And she asks her guests like questions that we all kind of really want to know. And she's like, I'm trying to heat up. And it's different degrees. Your level 60 degree question is this. Were you and so-and-so together? But nonetheless. So we're going to try to prize package up a little bit more. We are literally at 80, 90, and 100 degrees. 80 degrees. I didn't know which one would be 80. This is like 85. Drive a fabulous Porsche. 
drive a fabulous Porsche. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know if that car in the video below is going to be the Porsche, or if that is a Porsche. I, don't, I don't, can't really, excuse me, I don't know my Porsches. But drive a fabulous Porsche, 90 degrees, live in a luxury Los Angeles condo. Do you know how much a luxury Los Angeles condo costs? This girl has her rent covered. And I think, you know, they already had that covered in New York. But I was, you know, I heard through the grapevine that, let me hop on Zillow real fast. I heard that Miss USA hadn't really left her house in New York. Like, they don't really leave the condo. And if you look at how often I see videos of them inside, I did see a lot of videos of them on Instagram, like, in their apartment. Like, rarely do I see them, like, out and about unless they're doing something, but... I was told, I, I remember hearing that, and I don't know who I heard it from, and I won't say no names if I do, but um, this is what I was told, like, they don't really leave. Okay, so I'm looking at Los Angeles, and it doesn't say where, obviously, but these condos are going for, um, in the center of LA, this one says it's a one bedroom, no way. Hold on, let me click on this one. Oh, this is nice though. This looks cute. Okay. This one is one bedroom, two bathrooms for $1,099,999. For one bedroom? Jesus. Okay, so the two-bedroom is 1 1.5, 1.6, 1.6, 1.6 for a two-bedroom, three-bath. And it's a condo, so of course it's yours. Payments are 10000 a month, which I guess is not affordable. But it, I mean, I guess it's location. But, I mean, this one is nice and big. I'm not going to lie to you. The 1.6, look at this. This is nice. Okay. To me, do you know what 1.6? Oh, I love those cabinets. Oh, yes, cabinets. You know, like, what kind of house you can buy in Georgia for 1.6? Or eat? I, I just... Okay, this condo is nice. I'll pay money dollars to live here. Not gonna lie. If I had 10000 coming in, well, I guess you need 30000 coming in three times the rent. Oh, no, not for the toilet this close to the sink. And it, then I know there's no bathtub. I don't see a bathtub. It's a walk-in walk uh, shower. That kind of eliminates it for me. Oh, but there's a his and her sink. Oh, no, here goes a tub. Oh, no, here goes a tub. I found a tub. Look at this tub, kind of cute. It's so kind of cute. I got this one. 900 West Olympic is my unit 32. Never mind. Um, <laughs> um, this is cute, and I got a pool up top right downtown. I would do it, I guess, if I had it. Um, some of these are going for half a million dollars, one bedroom, one bath, and I'm assuming she's only going to have one bedroom. This one is 800, $825,000 for three bedrooms, 489 two bedrooms, more outside the city, $3 million for three bedrooms, three baths. That's one of the notes. Ooh, that's one of the notes. Have you guys noticed some of the pictures that they show the uh, balcony at night? 
and I feel like that throws me off. I'm like, wait a second, why does this look better? Oh, this one is $18 million. It's been on Zillow for 51 days. I just wanted a whole, I'm going a whole little thing. Let me go ahead and favorite that. I'll come back to that one. And she gets a luxury condo. So Crystal is bringing in guap. And it must be the sponsors, obviously. And I wonder if Miss USA organization is paying for this or if this was given to them. Oh, this one is 9999888 Oh, that's not too bad. And this is not even near the beach. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm not, I, to me, I could justify spending half a million dollars to live in the city. Because it's for a one bedroom. I can. But I'm not going to pay $10 million. And I can't even walk to any water. Oh, is this a piano? Is the piano included? <laughs> I can't justify it. Okay, let me hop off of here. This is so dangerous. Ooh, but this is nice. And to live in a high rise. I cannot justify it. Even looking at places in Chicago, I just can't justify living in a high rise. But that's just me. Um, for that much money. Like I need to walk out and be outside. Not taking the elevator down. The stairs. I feel like that it's kind of weird how that's like a luxury. Having an elevator. Cause I feel like a luxury that's not a luxury. Having a front door is a luxury <laughs> but nonetheless that's a whole nother discussion and like needing to like look at the groceries I can't like having a front door to me would be a luxury um, not living in a high-rise other people around you like an apartment building if I want to live in an apartment building I would just live in an apartment building I don't know um, but I get it no I do get it and lastly lastly most important part about this prize package, enjoy a six-figure salary. Six figures. What? Six figures. So you're looking at at least maybe, I mean, at max, $999,999 for a salary. Now, I don't know what this six-figure could be. It could be 100000 Oh, actually, it does say hundred k. Never mind. I lied to you guys. If the video does say 100K, win 100K. So this girl is making 100K a year, not paying rent, not paying a car note. I wonder if she pays for gas. But, and I'm assuming food, groceries, maybe sponsored too, who knows. But, like, that is life life that is a pageant you spend money to compete in some of these other pageants that you spend six million dollars to attend and they don't give you anything but a crown of sash oh it's so disheartening a six-figure salary a condo a Porsche clothes an updated wardrobe Someone doing my my skin, someone doing my hair, going to red carpet events. And then that leaves you open to do so much more free time. You ultimately have a whole free year to do whatever you want to do. I mean, you already did, but like you have a salary coming in. That is a prize package. That is what I'm talking about. And that's exciting. Okay, and then you scroll down some more. 
is Miss is information on Miss USA 2021, how you can apply, the franchise, and then shop to get some clothes, and then meet the contestants with four pictures of women who I do not, you guys let me know, are these contestants, are these just models? Because I don't recognize these faces, but maybe they are local contestants. And then you scroll down, and it says our initiatives, and the picture with Asia and a, a young lady, and it says beyond the red carpet glamour and luxurious prize package, okay, luxurious prize package. The platform Miss USA is synonymous with giving back. Charity and community engagement are all at the core of what they do, so get ready to meet the people that make our work truly profound from exciting fundraising events to heartwarming visits and adventures in awareness at Miss USA, each of our initiatives matter. And then there's a picture of Monique Evans, who's Miss Florida USA 2020, and testimonial from her about Miss USA. You can click over, you can see Jane um, Xhawk, who's Miss North Carolina USA 2020, and um, a testimonial from her, how I pushed her out of her comfort zone. Then you see Alyssa Beasley, Miss Georgia USA. I loved Alyssa. She was at Miss America too. And um, her testimonial as well. And then you'll see Sierra Jackson, who will be on this podcast. And it's a testimonial from her. And it says, it has been a privilege to hold the title of the longest reigning Miss District of Columbia USA. Through, though competing during a pandemic had its challenges, it was an honor to uphold the D.C. legacy and placing in the top 15 at Miss USA. Diversity is important to me, especially as a woman of color. As such, I look forward to the growth of Miss USA being even more diverse and inclusive, not just in representation, but in leadership. I look forward to supporting and advocating for that progress in the years to come. Okay, see ya. And everyone else said some crazy, not crazy, said some amazing things as well. Um, I just wanted to kind of keep moving. But Sierra will be on an episode, um, probably the next two or three episodes, you'll uh, hear from Sierra. I recorded the interview a little bit ago. And then he has sponsors, which is Moad, 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 which was the crown sponsor, United Airlines, Tyler Perry Studios, which is giving me kind of like a hint as to why she can afford the luxury um, condo and the premiere events. And of course, she worked with Tyler Perry Studios, so I wonder if we must have Miss USA there, or I wonder how Tyler Perry is, is sponsoring, like financially, or if they're going to provide something. Um, Sunny Jeans, I'm not sure what this one is, or I'll look it up. Uh, Mia Buttes, we'll look this one up too. Nizuk Resort and Spa, which was the place that the contestants went when they went to Cancun, which is a whole nother beast move. Like, let's talk about that too. Miss Academy, which is Crystal's pageant prep uh, school. And Sway, which you can hardly kind of read because the words are white. Let's outline it back. Sway Energy Drinks is what that is. And then the Sunny Jeans, I hope that's how you pronounce it, is a uh, 
it looks like it is a makeup line. Yes, I think it's a makeup line. Or it's makeup and you can be a distributor, kind of like Mary Kay. Become a distributor. Sell Sunny James products while earning discounts. Grow your network and build your own career on your own terms. Yeah, so like it's like a Mary Kay. Um, same thing. Yep, they have lip colors, hydration. That might be like a setting spray. Lashes, primer, lip stuff, oil for moisturizing, serums, retinols, pore minimizers. There you go. Sunny Gents was founded on the idea to offer superior products and an opportunity for women to be independent and successful in business, regardless of age, background, or education. Joni Rogers Canty, CEO and founder, had a vision of a company with products that really work and a career that really works. And when she discovered a long-lasting one, once maybe, she discovered a long-lasting lip color, lip sense. Unlike anything she has ever seen before, she knew she needed to share it with the world. Experience the Sunny Jeans story to learn more. So that's what that is. Okay. And they have translucent powders. Cool. Oh, that's her. She cute. Okay. So that's what that is, a makeup company. And then Sway is energy drinks. So I'm assuming that's going to help them prepare for Miss Universe and fun stuff. It's the first beverage of its kind to combine energy with immunity-boosting ingredients to help you perform at your best. It's a natural energy drink, natural energy that provides immunity, a vitamin energy drink with clean ingredients. Sounds boring to me, I don't know. I'm just kidding. They have mango, passion fruit, orange, watermelon, strawberry, and lemon lime. Okay, I can get you. I like things that taste like candy. A lot of testimonials. Um, and I, it looks like they work with the WNBA. Uh, yep, yeah, I think this is Phoenix. Yeah, and I look at the billboard at the WNBA. Hashtag Sway Energy Drink on Instagram. And look, it has a few little influencers that they work with. Oh, and they're based out of Beverly Hills, California. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. And then... I think that was the last little sponsor um, that I didn't know about offhand. Uh, yeah, and the Miss Academy. And then they have, you can view all the sponsor, all the sponsors. Um, it says that the Sunny Gents is a presenting sponsor. Sunny Gents Cosmetic and Miss USA. Both brands are built to empower women. Okay. I don't know what that, but it said it's a presenting sponsor. So I wonder if maybe the people who are doing the presentations, like the um, commentators, maybe they're going to wear it. Queenly is also a sponsor. I love Queenly. just saw the dress today on there. Chinese Laundry. DTLA Motors, which I'm assuming is where they got their car. Grant's Photo Photography of their work. Uh, Team Flawless Hair and Makeup Artists. Michael Cinco, based out of Dubai. Smile Train is the Charitable Alliance, Best Buddies, of course. And it's kind of cool. There's their sponsors. Okay, cool.
but this uh, and then they have uh, at the top this beautiful pink picture and you can see like a background of the contestants from last year two years ago it looks like uh, I think this is Hawaii right here maybe it was last year's contestants um, on stage but I just love it I love the revamp I love the pictures some of these are like the stock photos of women but some of them actually or maybe this is like people who are maybe work there Probably this one's contestants, but I just love, love, love this website, the layouts, the view of it, the revampness, the reimaginedness of it. I went to the about page is what I'm seeing. I see like two pictures that like stock photos of women just kicking in together, um, and it says who we are. We are the Miss USA organization, a globally recognized pageant platform that celebrates the unique beauty of women across cultures. Beyond well-known, we remain relevant to mainstream culture as we connect young women to their own beauty and help activate their voice. We are a sisterhood in arms, a family of movers and shakers in beauty and business poised to positively impact the status of women by bringing pageants to the everyday lives of Americans. This is pageantry reimagined by Miss USA. And it says that pageantry reimagined. It has a little R in a circle. Says it's registered, so y'all can't if you use that no more. And then you scroll down. It says empowerment, confidence, and influence. Empowerment. The Miss USA competition is not simply aimed at challenging our contestants, but more so pushing the boundaries of their believed limitations. The results and core self empowerment of every young woman that crosses our stage as they learn that they are capable of more than they ever imagined. Confidence. For self-confidence that goes beyond skin deep, Miss USA creates a space in which young women across training and in which young women can access training and learn life skills to enhance their physical beauty while also nurturing their internal persona. In short, our contestants possess the confidence to claim the crown both on stage and beyond. And then influence. Our new vision of pageantry will open doors, inspire opportunities, and create a platform for women to amplify their newfound voice. We are aware that every unique package is worthy of presentation, and so we will give you the tools to not only package and present yourself, but also to claim your platform, darling. Uh -huh. And then they have their mission. I wonder why, you know, I feel like this is kind of saying the same thing. I'm saying the same thing, but I'm going to keep going. Our mission, we are here to disrupt the stereotypical image of pageants and create a new stage for the world to reimagine pageantry. We will create a space in which young women can access training and learn life skills to enhance their physical beauty while also nurturing their internal persona. We're defining winners as women with confidence to claim the crown both on stage and beyond. We are the Miss USA organization here to show the world that every unique package is worthy of presentation. Did I, did I just read that? Did I just read that? Okay, so definitely a tip <laughs> um, for anyone competing. They have a few phrases being repeated and I would make sure you kind of like 
know that, such as, um, haha, such as, women create a space in which young women can access training and learn life skills to enhance their physical beauty while also nurturing their internal persona. And I just saw the word persona. Didn't I just use that word persona? Where was that word at? Um, I'm trying to see. Um, I just see that word persona. Um, I just lost it. Anyway, so make sure you uh, update your persona. to read these again. Never imagine. I know I just saw the word persona up in here. Oh, here it goes. I need the confidence. Um, this one sentence. For self-confidence that goes beyond skin deep, Miss USA creates a space in which young women can access training and learn life skills to enhance their physical beauty while also nurturing their internal persona. I'm the same thing as a mission. So I'll make sure you know that. And then underneath their vision, after the mission, the vision, Miss USA organization is committed to bringing pageants into the everyday lives of young women across America. I could have sworn I saw the word America up here. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the top, who we are. We are a sisterhood in arms, a full a family of movers and shakers in beauty and business poised to positively impact the status of women by bringing pageants to the everyday lives of Americans. And down here, you scroll a little bit farther underneath the vision, it says that they're trying to bring pageants into the everyday lives of young women across America. So make sure you are a young woman across America and you look every day and bring some pageantry into your life. <laughs> we envision a... I don't know if I want to read this. If this says something different, I'm not going to... Okay. Okay. We envision a world in which young women everywhere can use pageants as an outlet to find their passions, learn life skills, and develop newfound self-confidence to acknowledge their unique beauty. This new vision of pageantry will open doors, create opportunities, and inspire never-before-dreams for young women while also creating a platform for them to amplify their newfound voice. <laughs> We present pageantry reimagined for a new generation of women of influence who the world has yet to meet, all inspired by the Miss USA organization. How cute. Okay. And then underneath the initiatives, it just says that they pride themselves on being on keeping charity at the epicenter of all that they do through their international partnerships. Um They've seen tangible impacts on using the platform to access resources to help organizations that serve under that serve the underserved and lesser supported segments of society. They mandate that their contestants and title holders engage their leadership and influence to positively impact those charities through their own volunteering, fundraising, and advocacy efforts. Finally, at MUO. We remain committed to keeping philanthropy at the crowning cornerstone of all that they do. So we talk about Best Buddies and Smile Train. And Best Buddies, you see a cute picture with um, Miss Teen USA 2019 and Miss USA 
um, Kaylee and uh, Chelsea. And then you see uh, Miss USA Deshauna well, and her sash, Miss USA 2016, Deshauna Barber with some kids from Smile Train. And then it's a newsletter subscription thing. And I love it. And this whole website is just, you know what I'm saying? Like, the website is cute. I like the new branding. Whoever is her brand um, manager knows what they're doing. I love that Crystal has her neck on this pageant now. And I'm just here for it. I really, truly am. Um, let me see. And then at the tab, the tabs are regular tabs. Miss USA 2020, apply, event info, partners, galleries, and contact in the FAQ section. I love it. And it says that their address is based in Houston, Texas. Um, open Monday through Friday at 5. And there's the FAQ section. Um, and it's all basic FAQs about the pageant. How to enter, can you compete one-on-once, does Miss USA go on to another pageant, how is the venues chosen, here we go, how are your pageant venues chosen, when considering a pageant location, we take many factors into consideration, our primary focus, however, is finding a location that's easy to access, hospitable to all visitors, and somewhere that families can feel comfortable to have a good time as they support their contestants throughout their pageant stay, which makes sense to me. Especially when it says easy to access, I feel like Middle America is perfect for everybody because imagine flying from Hawaii to New York or New York to Hawaii, you know what I'm saying? And then hospitable for families. I feel like you're safe in Oklahoma as opposed to trying to fly to New York City and have the patch in New York City. I don't know. And then number five, question number five, <laughs> is Miss USA different from Miss America? Yes, we are two separate pageant competition. We have two separate competition systems. The main factors that differentiate us is that the Miss USA system has no talent competition and Miss USA goes on to represent her country at the Miss Universe pageant. Age requirements at least 18 and under 28 before January 1st in the year they hope to compete in the Miss USA pageant. Um, and they are strict about that. How can you can prepare? Um, some of the contestants that have made it to Miss USA pageants have entered on Beginner's Charm, while some have devoted much of their lives to competing in pageants. Pageantry is like a sport. Training and proper planning and preparation are required to do your best. As such, the best form of preparation is knowing for yourself your strengths in those areas in which need improvement. Then work at them all. The competition is fierce, but ultimately, you're competing with yourself. <laughs> How many contestants? We have 51 um, each state and then one from D.C. Oh, I was wondering what the second. I forgot D.C. is not a state. Um, what is Miss USA looking for in a contestant? We are looking for a winner that's ready to steal the global spotlights and conquer the international stage. We expect Miss USA to be a team player, kind and courteous. Well-spoken, confident in her unique beauty, and carries herself in a manner worthy of the Miss USA title at all times, on and off the stage. The winner of Miss USA will go on to represent our nation 
at the Miss Universe pageant. So we want contestants that are serious about bringing home the international crown. What does Miss, sorry, this is a lot of questions. What does Miss USA do after she is crowned? After her coronation, Miss USA can look forward to a new life in Los Angeles, matched by an entirely new lifestyle, okay? For the duration of her reign, she will be engaged in red carpet experiences, networking opportunity, professional photo shoots, speaking engagements, and more. She will also have the opportunity to promote her personal platform alongside the charitable alliances of the Miss USA organization. So she's pretty much getting a whole life upgrade with some philanthropy involved. Uh, is there an entry fee? And the answer is no, but you need to win a state pageant to go. We know that. Is there a talent? No. Are you looking for perfect tens? Really? For question 13, are you looking for perfect tens? This is the last question on here. The Miss USA organization does not or doesn't believe that women can be assessed and compared all by one standard. We are committed to reinforcing the message that beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, and textures. Te context. I said textures. <laughs> yes, for people who are rough out there. Colors and context. We are looking for young women that harness their individual persona, aesthetic, and platform so they represent our nation shining in their best light. I love it. I love it. Uh, and then there's, you know, when you scroll down, you can see emails for different people. For licensing requests, to PR, title holder and brand partnerships, appearances, and then local and state franchising, which is interesting because I figured a lot of them already have their franchises figured out. But it does say, um, I just saw it, let me see. If I go to the home screen, I do never see anything about franchise information besides just that email. Oh yeah, at the top, it says contestant section where you need a password. Totally, so someone has a password. Let me see that. I want to see that. I'm curious. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, but it also has at the top, it says corporate, and there's a drop down menu, and director's portal, franchising, and press site. And it says, so you're interested in Miss USA franchise? Great. Below you find helpful information about it. And then there's an application. And they'll email you. Why is she part of Miss USA? Gorge pictures of Chesley when she was crowned. And then a brief history. Become a franchise partner. And it says, oh, it's a few different options. We prefer operators who will be actively involved in the day-to-day -day running of the pageant and invested in the lives and success of every young woman that enrolls as a contestant. And it says, we award franchises based on qualifications, including but not limited to pageant experience as a sponsor, trainer, a former contestant or a director, sound financial capability to execute a Miss USA standard production, sales experience, reputation, drive and organizational capacity, compatibility with a concept. Looking for entrepreneurs that are committed to exceptional service and take their influence on young women seriously. Our ideal candidates have experience with connections to and a passion for pageants. 
We want you to share our standard of excellence while bringing your unique talents, passions, visions, and creativity to your own pageant enterprise. There's, there is also a significant financial investment required to begin. However, it is by no means unattainable. What does that mean? The right team combined with the right local for your pageant will be locale for your pageant will be sure to get you on a path to success. And then, oh, oh, okay, it's it does say local and state site selection. Determining the ideal location for your pageant is one of the first but most crucial hurdles to cross. It is a key factor to success. We recommend starting off by determining the existing pageant fan base in your town or locale. And then it says whether you live in a small town with many pageant fanatics or you're heavily or you're based in a heavily popular populated metropolitan city, once you determine the existing market, you can then come up with a plan to capture them. This is where the fun begins. And as you find unique ways to engage your potential audience, begin building your brand. Our Miss USA Franchising Board is committed to helping you along the way. And it does have the state, the countries on here. Um, oh, it's all much information about franchises. Oh, side of course. Um, doesn't say. Oh, and it has frankly asked questions. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't give a number. <laughs> They're not gonna give a number on the website. Okay. It has a country, it has a map of the country, and it says Texas is available. It says every state is unavailable except for Texas. Which is fascinating to me. Oh, and DC is also available. <laughs> the whole map is blocked out. But I guess you can have a local pass. I mean, that's what I was trying to say. You can have a local one. Except for Texas. Um, but there are cities in Texas that have local pageants that are all unavailable. Which is interesting. Oh, you know, there is a lot of local pageants, local Miss USA pageants in Texas. I did know that. I did know that. But they're all unavailable. Pretty much all the main cities in Texas are unavailable. But the state alone as a whole is available for a franchise. So that's cool. And it goes to stuff across and how you can sign up, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, that's kind of interesting out there. You have a pageant franchise stuff when all the pageants are kind of like franchised. And like in the Midwest, like Van Bros has a good number of the states. I can't remember all of them, but I think he has like Nebraska or that company has Nebraska, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas. And I can't remember what other ones are there in Van Bros. So that's one franchise owner who has, I think, like seven states. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Cool. So I just wanted to come out here, you guys, and talk to you guys about this new pageant website and the revampness and the reimaginedness that is going to be um, Miss USA. And November 29th is the national pageant. I'm excited to kind of see what is going to happen and how the show is going to go on as a whole. I really am. This episode was super long. I hope you guys are nice and lady off your wine. Please sit for me. Please, please, please sit for me. And I may have a little splash of margarita. 
But I do appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode. What are you most looking forward to for the Miss USA pageant? Please clue me in. Which contestants and which states are your favorites? As you know, I am from the Prairie State of Illinois. So I am cheering for my girl, Cindy Dion, Illinois. Um, of course, I'm always going to cheer for Illinois. But I do think that she's going to do exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. The last time Illinois has done exceptionally well at Miss USA was when Whitney Wanland was Miss Illinois in 2015, 16? I, th- I think so. I think it was 2015 when she competed. And I don't remember who won. Oh, I think it was the same year that Cara won from Miss D.C., um, but yeah, Illinois has done exceptionally well at Miss USA, and um, us black women have done exceptionally well as Illinois at Miss USA, so I'm hoping that she can repeat the pattern, and I'm really looking forward to it. She's a boss woman, and maybe she can come on this uh, podcast. If you guys know Sydney, tell her, tell her to tag Anita Pageant Prosecco Instagram, tag her, or spam her page and tag Pageant Prosecco. Let's get her on the podcast. But um, nonetheless, you guys, I appreciate you for tuning in so much. Let me know which state you're cheering for and which one you have going to win Miss USA and going to Miss Universe. And which one's going to have this new Porsche, $100,000, and a luxury condo. Okay, because that's like the real prize. It's the real prize. But I'll catch you guys in my next episode. Stay tuned. I'm going to release this soon. I promise. And I'll catch you guys right over there next episode and online. Until then, peace.